0: News. It's 11 o'clock on Ben Che. the top stories. Hundreds of inmates and staff at a psychiatric unit and a reception centre will be tested for COVID-19 after a positive case. More than a million people have now signed up for free coronavirus tests. And police charge a Yunlong man with attacking his former landlord. Hundreds of inmates and staff at Seal Lamp Psychiatric Center and Light Chicog Reception Center are being tested for COVID-19 after a man in custody tested positive for coronavirus in a preliminary test. The 54-year-old man has been to the two institutions. Dr. Chuan Shokwan of the Center for Health Protection said officials didn't know whether the man contracted the virus in the community or at the institutions. Meanwhile, the centre reported seven coronavirus cases today, all locally acquired. Three of the patients were infected via unknown sources, including two who were identified by the government's voluntary testing scheme. The government says more than a million people have now signed up for the free COVID-19 tests. Wendy Wong has more.
1: The Secretary for the Civil Service, Patrick Nip, wrote on his Facebook page that the number of people who've booked tests topped one million as of 11.30 a.m. He said the public could now make appointments for tests scheduled from next Tuesday to Friday. The government announced yesterday that the scheme would be extended for four days until next Friday. Mr Nip thanked people who've joined the scheme and the staff working at sample collection centres across the city for helping to detect silent carriers of the coronavirus in the community. Speaking on a radio programme, the Secretary for Innovation and Technology, Alfred Sitt, said the authorities have received 160 complaints about their personal information being used by others to register for the tests. However, Mr Sid said some of those involved family members unknowingly helping each other register, although more than 90 cases have been referred to the police. He added that the government will distribute another recyclable face mask to every Hong Konger in the next two weeks, ahead of another wave of infections expected in winter.
0: A Yunlong man has been charged with attacking and illegally detaining his former landlord and weapons offences. Priscilla M. reports. Uh, APOLOGIES FOR THE uh, TECHNICAL DIFFICULTIES WE'RE EXPERIENCING. JUSTICE SECRETARY TERESA CHENG HAS BECOME THE LATEST TOP OFFICIAL TO wade INTO THE ROW OVER WHETHER THERE'S A SEPARATION OF POWERS IN HONG KONG, SAYING THE SYSTEM HERE IS CLEARLY EXECUTIVE-LED. RICHARD PINE HAS THE DETAILS.
2: ...explain Hong Kong's constitutional order, noting there had been extensive discussions in the past week over the SAR's political structure. The Education Secretary, Kevin Young first made the assertion that Hong Kong has no separation of powers, while defending changes to school textbooks about the concept. And a day later, Chief Executive Carrie Lam backed up those remarks, saying there was no mention of such a thing in the basic law... However, individuals and groups such as the Bar Association have challenged those statements, saying they're inconsistent with unambiguous provisions of the city's mini-constitution. Ms Cheng writes that the concept of separation of powers connotes different interpretations, and instead of focusing on the label, one should look at the substance of the system to avoid unnecessary disputes. She said the executive, legislature and judiciary perform their functions in a complementary way under an executive-led system, in accordance with the basic law. Ms. Cheng added that concerns about judicial independence were totally unfounded, as the basic law safeguards the exercise of judicial power without interference.
0: Richard Pine reporting. Turning overseas now, the British government has condemned the blockade of newspaper printing works by climate change activists. The Prime Minister Boris Johnson said a free press was vital to holding the government to account. Protesters from a campaign group, Extinction Rebellion, disrupted the distribution of several national newspapers owned by the media tycoon Rupert Murdoch. A spokesman for the newspapers, Donica McCarthy, accused the publications of failing to report on climate change and insisted action needed to be taken.
2: Unless you start radically cutting our carbon emissions by the end of 2020, humanity faces an existential crisis. So we've had the CV19 crisis, and the government's response has to pour hundreds of billions of pounds into the old economy. So we feel it's so desperate, we felt we had to make a dramatic statement.
0: RTHK, the time is coming up to five minutes past 11. China has demanded that India immediately withdraw its troops from what it claims is its territory along the border in the Himalayan region. The Chinese Defence Minister Wei Feng He told his Indian counterpart Rajnath Singh that Delhi was entirely responsible for the current border tensions. The BBC's Sun Ethirajan reports.
2: It was the highest level face-to-face political contact between China and India since the tensions fled along the disputed Ladakh region in June this year. In a terse message, China made it clear that it would not give up an inch of its territory. The Indian minister said the actions by Chinese troops along the border were in violation of bilateral agreements. Both sides have deployed thousands of troops along the border after a clash in June that killed 20 Indian soldiers in hand-to-hand fighting and an unknown number number of chinese casualties president trump described the situation on the india china border as very nasty and washington was ready to help resolve the dispute between the two countries
0: the indian health ministry has introduced on demand coronavirus tests with the number of confirmed infections now more than 4 million The authorities said people could get tested without a prescription. The surge in infections in India is outpacing every other country as the virus spreads beyond major cities. Dr. Sumat Ray said he was worried that his hospital in Delhi could be overwhelmed.
1: We are seeing a second surge, which is uh, not just in Delhi. We are seeing surges in smaller towns, and we are seeing more patients coming to our hospital in Delhi from the smaller towns of UP, etc., which do not have the kind of facilities that we have in big cities of Delhi, and that's a big concern.
0: Police in the Australian city of Melbourne have arrested at least a dozen people and fined more than a hundred at a protest against coronavirus restrictions. Hundreds of people shouted freedom as they marched through the city streets in defiance of social distancing measures. The state premier of Victoria, Daniel Andrews, condemned the demonstration. It is not safe. It is not smart. It is not lawful. In fact, it is absolutely selfish for people to be out there protesting. The only protest we should be engaged in, the only argument, the only fight we should be engaged in is against this virus. Let's not any of us do anything that might see more coronavirus cases rather than less. Victoria reported 11 COVID-19 deaths on Saturday and over 17 new infections. Schools in Iran have reopened for the first time since the coronavirus pandemic began. The Medical Council in Iran has strongly advised against the reopening, warning that it could create a human catastrophe. But the Iranian President Hassan Rouhani declared that Iran would not suspend education, whatever the challenges. We did not shut down education during the eight years of the Iran-Iraq war. We did not close education during the hard days of the bombing of cities. And despite all difficulties, our students continued their education at schools. The sports now and the Kenyan athlete Perez Djepchercher has set a new world record for a women-only half marathon at an event in Prague. She completed the race in 1 hour, 5 minutes and 34 seconds. Djepchercher broke away from the pack after 7 kilometers and ran solo to the finishing line, shaving 37 seconds off the previous world record. International soccer is back on this week after a lengthy break as a result of the pandemic. There are fixtures in the UEFA Nations League over the weekend with all of Europe's top national teams in action. One intriguing matchup is in Reykjavik, where Iceland will hope for a repeat of the Euro 2016 win over England. The visitors have a host of new stars, however, and may give a debut to one of the most promising young players in the world football, Manchester City's Phil Foden. He's hoped to line up with the former City youngster, Jaden Sancho. Yeah, you know, when,
2: when, when I was young, you know, every kid... On the estate, I used to just dream of playing, playing for, for England and pretending that there was players, you know, and, and that's something I used to do. And now I'm in the senior team, it, seem, it seems crazy. It's still not really sinking. Um, I'm just hoping that I can make my debut. And, and yeah, it'll be a big moment for the family. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. You know, everyone's so, got so much quality. And, and, yeah, it'd be nice to play with Jaden again because um, I used to play with him in the youth team. So it'd be nice to play with him again.
0: And to end the news, the top stories once again... Hundreds of inmates and staff at a psychiatric unit and a reception centre will be tested for COVID-19 after a positive case. More than a million people have now signed up for free coronavirus tests. And police charge a Yunlong man with attacking his former landlord. And that's the news from RTHK.
3: Hold back the river, let me look in your eyes Hold back the river so wide. stop for a minute and see where you hide Hold back the river, hold back Holding back the tears so I can see your eyes, that's what he's saying. James Bay, hold back the river. That is if you can, if you feel those emotions. And it really hurts when I'm thinking about you. But my bad is you feel sane. And it just gets worse always. My